Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Do you find the time when you can't find pause? A confirmation watch your face is gonna open some doors. You do what you gotta do to stumble through. And welcome to the Stumble Through Podcast. I'm your host, Paula Arajo, and this is the podcast for young Australian adults figuring shit out. I am joined here tonight by my wonderful friend, Mr. Mitch Wood. Hello. Hey, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Mitch. I'm uh, an actor, uh, performer, um, creative person. I like to uh, garden and I make a mean stroganoff. He does. I, I can verify this fact. I would, oh, you have had my stroganoff. Yeah, I have. It, it's really, really good. I, if you had a LinkedIn profile, I would 100% like validate that skill on there. Great. Mm. What do you think it needs? Um, this a is little... now a, a culinary <sighs> podcast, by the way. <laughs> I'm taking over. I'm going to ruin this thing. <laughs> no, well, um, I would add a little bit more smoked paprika. Great. Yeah. Noted. But that's just because um, that's my like Portuguese, South African yeah. roots coming through. I put smoked paprika and coriander in everything. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. coriander. Yeah. Now we're getting into some real touchy. Oh, man. <laughs> Controversial. Yeah. Um, everyone's like, coriander is a shit herb. And I'm like, don't you dare talk about my baby like that. Yeah. How dare yeah. you? I mean, I, I don't like it when you go to places and they sort of douse everything. Yeah. Coriander. It's like, why is that? Yeah. I'm not going to eat a leaf of it. No. no. It gets it gets a bit full on. It does. But as a garnish, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't mind it. I think so far as garnishes go. It's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mitch, <laughs> you... <laughs> um, tell me. Um, so, you are... A trained actor. Yeah. Yeah. We, we trained at the same place, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wondered if you could, like, give me a bit of insight into, do you reckon that training is necessary for actors these days? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's imperative. Actor, um, writer, um, striptease artist, mm. I think – Training is all with is, varying degrees of training periods. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Strip I mean, is by far the longest. Yeah, I've heard it's it's you know, it, it's at least a, a, a seven year course. Mm. Um, it's an agony. Yeah, a sweet sweet agony. Good payoff though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, no, I I think it's really important no matter what you do to um, not only seek training to establish establish yourself, but to keep up training after that. Um, mm. And I think there's a common misconception of, okay, you want to be an actor, 
you need to go and study for three years mm. and, you know, go through hell in some dark room in a university mm. or, or a TAFE or, you know, this or mm. that. Um, but there's a very dark room in all of those reserved strictly factors. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I don't think that's the case. Some of the best actors that I know um, never went to uni. They, mm. they didn't go to TAFE. But they did seek training through, you know, doing short courses, mm. workshops. The Really what it comes down to is your work ethic, your maturity, um, and how, um, how you commit yourself on the day. Um, mm. But I suppose. hex debt is. Yeah. 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 Hex oh, debt is a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So training is definitely important. Mm. But maybe not necessarily like formalized training isn't yeah, necessary not, per you, se. You don't have to go to, you know, some fancy institution that's going to set you back 25K. Yeah, a very you know? expensive piece of paper that is. Yeah, just so long as you work and you keep working. Mm. That's that's the only thing that matters, I think. Do you Le- have your piece of paper? Um, uh, in ashes <laughs> somewhere in a small urn where I <laughs> mourn the three years that I um, – that I lost. No, I didn't, <laughs> didn't lose anything. It was it was very time very well spent. The people mm. there were great. Um, well, you met me, so obviously I, I, I do have the paper somewhere. Mm. I think Mum's got it. I think uh, I think I was going to chuck it out, and then Mum was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. "That is a twenty five thousand dollar piece of paper." Yeah, yeah, twenty five thousand dollar piece of paper. Mm. Uh, we're going to put it in a in a in a frame from um, Kmart. <laughs> Mine's not even in a frame. Oh, it's really? still in that crappy little like oh, that plastic shitty, laminated yeah. container that they get with like that weird tassel that you can tell they bought in bulk off Amazon. Oh yeah. Mine's still in yeah. that and it's like on top of a box yeah. in my cupboard. Did you did you buy your um mortar board? Is that what it's called? Mortar? Oh no. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't, I don't need mortarboard. Yeah, no, no, it's it's a mortarboard. It's the, the little tassel thing. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> little tassel thing. So strip teasing. Um <laughs> Well, can you imagine? There, there, there is a very unique striptease idea. Yeah. Have mortarboards, but for your nipples. Oh, God. <laughs> I just graduated. So, yeah, uh, training. Yes. Yeah. Please. And more like, you know, continued growth. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you have to do it. You have to Absolutely. Do it. Complacency is death. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what's it? It is known. It is known. <laughs> is there anything that you do like um, regularly or is there um, maybe not like you don't do the same thing regularly, but maybe is there a, uh, an idea or a goal that keeps you regularly doing stuff to grow your practice? Yeah. Um, it's really difficult um, when you're starting mm. to sort oh, of God, yeah. go about this autonomous um, process where you're, you're trying to do things off mm. your own back and off your own motivation. But you don't um, have like a bell that's like, okay, time yeah, for no, period number three now. Yeah, it's it's I not. I wish I did. It's, yeah, I wish mm. I did too. That would that would have made things so much easier. But mm. um, I think it's just about repetition, repetition, mm. repetition until you build that momentum yeah. yourself and then it feels weird when you don't, mm. um, when you're not doing your physical or your yeah. vocal things or, or whatever it yeah. might be for you. For, for you I think it differs from person to person how they sort of you know upkeep um now when I don't do it it hurts <laughs> well no like like I, yeah. I, I feel it in my voice like mm. I, my, my voice feels weak and, and mm. tired and so it's kind of I do it not out of 
not just momentum, but mm. out of kind of necessity. Yeah, you've made it a habit. So it's yeah. not just this thing that you do. It's like an ingrained habit for you. Yeah. Which makes it yeah. like so much easier for you because you, you like you were saying, you feel it when you don't. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a rem- reminder. Mentally reminder. wise, it, it, it messes me up as well. Mm. Like when I don't do something, even if it's, you know, the smallest thing, um, that the smallest piece of work each and every single day. Well, not every single day. You, it's really important to, to give yourself rest. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't, like to settle. Yeah. Yeah. You need time to mull things over. Mulling. But when I don't do it, not only do I feel it in my voice, my body, mm. this or that, my brain is like, ah, oh, you piece of fucking shit. Mm. Uh, and I yeah, sort of, self-flagellation. You know, yeah, 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 100%. That's, that's it. Oh. Um, so, yeah, when, when I don't do it, that, that's kind of the main thing. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, you just keep working to um, – to keep away the man with the whip. <laughs> Which mm. is also you. Yeah. Yeah. Really profound stuff we're, oh, man. we're it's, talking about here. It's intense. Whipping. <laughs> tassels. Whips, chains, tassels. That's a Rihanna song. Nah. Nah. No, nah. Come on. <laughs> um, oh, uh, was there anything like, because, you know, we're kind of, you've been working your slogging your guts out to sort of create the foundation for your career at the minute and you're really like chugging away at you know like if you're if if your career is a railroad track right you've built the first station and you're laying down all the track towards the second one yeah none of this makes any sense outside my head does it that's fine (laughs) um can you make sense of it is it like no (laughs) (laughs) um um, I've got all these questions here. Uh, is there anything like at this stage of your development in your career that you hadn't expected? Um, yeah, yeah. I think what I didn't expect was a loss of uh, love for what I do. Mm. And I haven't really talked to anyone um, oh. about this. So <laughs> excuse the tears. Um, this is a safe space. But yeah, um, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think I wasn't prepared for a certain loss of mm. love for what I do, and there mm. was a, and it still comes and goes mm. like this sort of wall where I go, wait, hang on, what the fuck am I doing? Like, mm. Why why do I drag my ass out of bed and do this? Mm. Um, for you know, let's face it, very little payoff. Mm. Um, financially and then artistically sometimes the payoff is, is very, very little as mm. well. Um, so I think I th- it's tough. Like, it, and it's, it's probably also because you've immersed yourself in it. Like if this was mm. a hobby, you'd probably still have some of that. Like, you know, um, I imagine it's kind of like when fruits used to be seasonal and you could mm. only get strawberries mm. at one time of the year. And so strawberries tasted that much better yeah. but because like you do this for a living or, you know, like you're, you're aiming to towards that. Um, it it kind of takes a little bit of the novelty out of it. And it's so, because you're there every day, it's, it's a different kind of yeah. relationship you have yeah. with it now. And you work and you work and yeah. you work and, you know, one day you bite through something, mm. there's a, there's a needle in your mouth and you're like, Oh, that hurts. <laughs> um, why, why do I, why do I keep eating the strawberries? Mm. So I think. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Yeah. Um, cut them up. Don't cut them out, people. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't think I was really prepared for that. And I mm. think what I've been finding is how I deal with that at mm. this particular time 
in my career is just by having this attitude of, okay, each and every single day, I'm going to try and question the form mm. in terms of what I'm doing. Um, try and really good idea. Try and change the way I'm doing things or, you know, don't try mm. and change it every day, but at least have it at the forefront of your mm. mind. So oh, that's such a good plan. Yeah. Well, you, you, you're thinking, you're thinking about things and you, there's, there's an investigation mm. of why you're doing it. And, and you're shining. Oh, sorry. You, you go on. Uh, I was going to say um, when, when I go and see live performance, I enjoy it the best when I see that the performer is having some kind of, of investigation on, on stage. And that investigation can be the smallest question. Um, it could be, you know, a moment to moment thing of like, okay, how do I connect to this? member of the audience in this moment or it could be a huge question of like why the fuck am i here um so just so long as there is an investigation that you make through the work um i i, I think that's how i combated my loss of love um just because i felt i was getting in a rut and you mm. know but that's it's so clever like it's so clever of you to do that because that means that the focus is on the form and you're putting your focus on like investigating that as opposed to going down that awful spiral of why am I doing this? What is the purpose of this? Will I ever like be creatively fulfilled, be financially fulfilled by it? And so like your flashlight is on the form itself and investigating the work, mm. um, which is so it, it's a fantastic mindset to have. Um, I'm going to take that away from today. I'm going to do that. Good. There was this um there's this visual artist and I can't for the life of me. Oh, actually, you know what? I totally have a note about it somewhere. Um, I think her name, first name is like Margaret or something. And um, she talks about you have to make, no, her lecturer at her art college told her that you have to make your work your best friend so that you go to it to figure things out. You go to it in every kind of emotion. You go to it to um, understand, to create, to be joyful in because otherwise it, you know, like the life goes out of it mm. and you, you struggle to find reasons to go back to it and to, to, to make stuff. Yeah. That ties into something that I read and I was like, mm. wow, that's really, this thing is really profound. And I was like, ah, that's fucking wanky. Let's, <laughs> let's throw that up. But, but of late it has sort of come mm. back. Um, talk about Stanislavski for a second. Mm. He, uh, has in his book, um, don't love yourself in art, love mm. art in yourself. And that's like, you know, three years ago, I was like, the, okay, cool, whatever, shut the mm. fuck up. Um, I'm at that stage, please explain you, more. Yeah, you, you, you crazy motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but now that I've sort of gotten, you know, a little disillusioned by things, mm. I've sort of come back to that and, and sort of looked at it with fresh eyes and gone, wait, hang on, maybe, maybe I do need to work on myself in, in the form. So mm. when you're investigating something, um, each and every single day, you, you, you're, you're not only questioning the form, the mm. art, the craft, whatever it is, mm. but you're questioning yourself within it. Mm. Um, but like in the safe sort of structure of that, I suppose, yeah. because yeah. You, you know, you're not, um, yeah. we, we used to get at uni, um, that you only brought stuff onto the floor that was safe to use. Yeah. So you didn't use stuff that you hadn't kind of like, um, when artists post things to social media and use that as their platform. Mm -hmm. because you can't put stuff that is still raw that you haven't dealt with out there because you're automatically going to get so much feedback. Even if it's you haven't asked for it, you're going to get it because it's out in the world. And that can be very detrimental if you haven't already made up your own mind and mm -hmm. come to peace with whatever's happening. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All these profound things. <laughs> um, so now we're going to move on to our segment <laughs> called The Things I Never Said. The Things I Never Said. The Things I, I Never, never Said. said. Don't mm-hmm. know what mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. doing, spitting shit right out of my head. Go. Heck yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I love that. Can we, maybe I'll, maybe I'll keep that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if if you want my bullshit voice um, voice in every single episode. Your voice is lovely. Thank you. Thank you. So the first submission we have is, um, now I'm paraphrasing here, but um, it's about how people deal with juggling a day job and their creative work and like Mm. the stress and anxiety of being an inconvenience to a day job because you've taken time off to do creative work and then feeling like you can't accept extra creative work because you're overwhelmed by like the anxiety and and you know that you're going to cop shit for it for asking for time off and especially at short notice and like mm. it's a privilege to be busy but sometimes you know the stress of being an unreliable employee because let's face it like for a while your survival job at your retail at your cafe or whatever they're the people that are paying your bills most of the time mm. and so it's so stressful to be like this is what i love doing and i should make that my priority but i also have to pay my bills yes yeah yeah um yeah i mean it's a tremendously difficult thing mm. um for the longest time i felt a huge amount of guilt because i kept having to take time off as opportunities would arise mm. but i th- think it's really tough but it all comes down to finding the right employer Mm. who is um completely on board with that and what you do and what you want to do Mm. um and to acknowledge that yeah mitch is gonna have to take time Mm. off um seemingly at a whim or Mm -hmm. you know um at the drop of a hat which it always was because i mean just the nature of what we do is yeah. a lot of the time it's it's so last minute. but mm. um, And you never get confirmation until last minute. So you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I might be busy in March, but it's only until like the end of February that you can go, oh, it actually is happening. Yeah. Better book that time off work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's kind of no other way around yeah, it I found other than just find the right employer. And eventually I did. Mm. Um, you know, I've, I've done the thing where you have to work multiple day jobs Mm. and I know there will be a time where I have to go back to doing that Mm. um and there are good employers and there are bad employers who don't um who aren't welcoming of that and Mm. those who aren't welcoming of that fuck right off yeah Um, it's not your tribe it's not for you yeah um at the end of the day you yeah you do have to pay your bills but Mm. yeah it's you also need to Pave the way for your career. Yeah, keep doing the the, the things mm. that, that you need to do. So it's yeah, it's it, everything's mm. a balance. It's going okay. Well, yeah. yeah, I need to I need to pay my subscription to mm. I don't know fucking uh, the rego. Uh, yeah, St- stuff to like that. Rego. Yeah, rego and I yeah I I think it is really really tough and it's about probably prioritizing. Like, mm. can yeah, you can you afford to miss this opportunity? Or could you afford to miss that opportunity and get the extra money? I think it's kind of at yeah. every moment where you're questioning it to go, what is the priority here? Is the priority to keep the job and earn the money? Or is the priority that if I miss this opportunity, it's it, it's really going to keep me where I am, whereas it could have like put me three steps ahead. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and it's so, so hard. Um, I don't think that there is a single creative person who hasn't worked 
or like knows that they will, as you said, have to work multiple day mm. jobs at a time. Yeah, I was unemployed for the longest time mm. because I would get, a, a, for lack of a better term, a day mm. job. Mm. And then I would get a few weeks into it and go, wait, hang on. I know I know these people aren't going to support me. So mm. then I'd, I'd, I'd quit. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I, I often put my priorities in the wrong order sometimes. Um, I think we all do that. That's human. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I was un- unemployed mm. for, for the longest time. Um, it's this ebb and flow sort of thing. Yeah, floods and droughts. I remember you telling me that in the foyer of our old uni theatre, floods and droughts. I don't remember that at all. I, was, uh, I have a good memory for this shit. You, you met me at a weird time in my life. <laughs> I don't think that uni is like an odd time for any, a non-odd time. Mm. Um, all right, we're going to do the second one. This one's a short one. So everyone leaves Melbourne because they think it'll make them a better artist. But if you can't mm. make it in Brisbane where they're starved for good art, you probably won't make it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... um. Uh, I think the really interesting part about that statement is make it. Yeah, um, what is make it? Yeah, what is make it? Yeah, I, I don't really know what that is, nor do mm. I try and set a boundary of what that is. Mm. Like I think the idea of making it is putting, you know, a bar mm. in front of yourself that you have to meet. And yeah. if you don't meet that, you're not enough. And I think that's fucking bullshit. Mm. Um, but making it in terms of, you know, being busy and and, and Mm. doing work, I guess. Let's run with that. If you're not busy in Brisbane, you're probably not going to be busy in Melbourne. If you're not busy in Melbourne, you're probably not going to be busy in Brisbane either. Mm. I think it doesn't matter where you are. If you've got the drive, you've got the dedication, you've got the maturity, you've got the work ethic, you'll get, you'll get the work. Work begets work. Mm. And I, I, I think location is, is kind of, it doesn't really matter. Sure. To a certain extent, yeah, it just yeah, doesn't. Sure, there is more work down there. Mm. You, you can't. But there's deny also that. more competition for work. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't do maths, but if there is a mathematician out there who would like to run the numbers and work yeah. out what the stats are and what the opportunity would actually have out of like 100 or whatever of actually getting employed in Brisbane and Melbourne is, yeah. uh, please do that. That'd yeah. be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I think. I think this idea of making it is, mm. is really silly. Just get up in the morning, do whatever the fuck you want to do mm. with your career and then go to bed and yep. get up and do it again. I think it's also like, what do you do after you've made it though? Cause Drugs. if you make it, <laughs> 27 club, I'm coming for you. Please don't. <laughs> no. Please. Joking. Got to laugh out of Zane. I'm good. <laughs> Paul um, is still very concerned here. Please, please don't leave me. I like you. Please, friend, <laughs> stay with me, please. No. Um, but like, I, I also think that it because there's no such thing. Like, there is no such thing as making it because the second that you achieve the goal that you set out to achieve, there's another one in front of you. Mm. Like, it it just doesn't mm. because as soon as you okay, if your goal throughout your entire life until the age of thirty is to own a BMW, what happens after you own the BMW? Well, you got a shit ton of automotive bills because those oh, motherfuckers yeah. are pricey to fix. Oh, yep. I um, remember that. Yeah. No, I, I, I see what you mean. I've never really had any long-term goals, or at least I, I probably did at one point, but then I kind of changed my mindset of going, well, you know, some long-term goals are so long-term mm. that by the time I get there, I might go, well, 
I don't really want that anymore. But yeah. now I've spent my whole fucking life trying to work to this point and I don't mm. even want it. So I think, you know, a really dedicated pursuit of short-term mm. goals is is kind of where I'm at. And I get to one mm. tiny little um, milestone and I go, yeah, sick. Now what? Mm. And you just move on to the next thing, to the next thing. It makes you more flexible and more like adaptable to yeah. your wants, your needs, the industry. Yeah. It, it's it's okay. a Tim Minchin way of looking at things. He says that in that commencement speech thingy that he did. Oh, does he? Yeah, I think it's at like Melbourne Uni or something. Oh, great. I spent a lot of time on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think when you're, when you're working towards short-term goals and you're not, you know, so you've got this tunnel vision of a long-term goal, you can... You can get lost in that and you mm. can miss all the open doors and the opportunities that are yeah. here and there. But if, you know, if your vision is, you know, just this little step, this little step, then you can you can kind of see these opportunities that, that you can listen out for them mm. and go, oh, this changes things. Let's go this way or this way. Yeah. And you can um, choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that Bandersnatch bullshit? No, no, I have Ooh. not. I I have not watched any Black Mirror. Um, mm. I started watching that episode where it's like the it's like the social media one where your entire like status in society, the money that you have, the houses that you can buy, is all determined by the number of likes you have. Yeah, already like in process in China. That Whoa, that's a thing. Yeah. They have that like your bank is connected to. Uh, I don't know, there's like a banking app and it automatically transfers money to things, but then it's like dead as well. And then you use the credit points to get a bicycle. But if you don't pay things on time, then the bicycle like renting charge is higher and you can't take it as far. And it's, it's very scary. Jesus. Um, but yeah. So to round out our conversation, let's talk about the industry of Brisbane. Um, what's been what's been your experience with like Brisbane arts industry impressions or? Mm. Um, how do you mean? Let's let's frame it with networking. Like within the Brisbane arts industry, do you reckon it is? Um, it's important to. I think it's very important to network no matter where you are. But do you think mm. it's easier or more difficult to network? given that it's it's fairly small compared to something like Melbourne or Sydney. Yeah. Um I I think you're right. I think it is easier to network in uh in Brisbane and it's just as important anywhere else. Mm. You know. Uh yeah, the Brisbane circle is small, but circles exist everywhere. Mm. There's just more circles in Sydney or more circles in Melbourne. The 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 point is there mm. there are all these circles and if you can, you know, dip your toe into as many circles as you can, well, then you, you're going to get more work. Mm -hmm. I think networking is, is just as important as the work itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I fucking hate the foyer. I hate <laughs> You foyer hate so foyer chat? Yeah. It's like you are allergic to it. Like yeah. you and foyer chat is like, um, oh, what's a, oh, okay. It's like someone who's allergic to cats and dogs, right? Like mm -hmm. it, you, like you practice, huh? Both? Yeah, cats like, and dogs? Yeah, cats and dogs. Yeah, simultaneously. Ah, so like misery. you it's almost like you break out in hives. Mm. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh yeah. if if you bump into me into a foyer, I will be very, very itchy. So it's true. Just just say, Hello, it's nice to meet you and ask him for a coffee because Mitch yeah. is a is a wonderful guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you should be like, Hey, give me your knowledge. Work uh, for me, I will pay you. <laughs> uh, Specifically the paying part. Incorrect. Um yeah, no, I mean, I the the foyer is uncomfortable for everyone, I mm. feel, but 
I, the way I've sort of learned to navigate it is, you know, if I go and see a show and I really want to meet this person, I go up, I shake their hand. I say, hi, I'm, I'm Mitch. Just want to say, I really enjoyed your work and leave it at that. Mm. And then the discussion after that is all just normal day shit. You mm. know? Talk to them about human things because they're human too. And they probably hate the foyer just as much as you. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't met a single person that goes to see theatre. Uh, just for the foyer just chat. For the foyer. Like oh, I'm gonna sit through two and a half hours of bullshit <laughs> just so I can, just so I can talk to that person about their bullshit. Um, Buys a ticket for the show, doesn't go in to see the show, just waits in yeah, the foyer in eager anticipation. Foyer. Drink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, but God. yeah, if, I I found it so much easier, and the the relationships that I establish through that kind of method mm. of just approaching people like they're people, and not mm. this air of desperation where you grab them by the throat and say, fucking teach me everything you know, please. I need it. Um, mm. Yeah. Just, eh, just they're, they're mm. a person too. And they're like, every, like you were saying, everyone is just as uncomfortable. Everyone is just as yeah. like, oh God, I'm in a foyer. What yeah. the fuck do I do with my hands, my but, body? Yeah. Where am I standing? Should yeah. I be standing here? Should I cross my legs? No, that feels yeah. weird. I'll uncross my legs. Oh, now I look like a wanker. Uh, can you tell I'm sweating? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just some people are better at, you know, uh, hiding their hives than I am. Um, I don't get, for the record, no, I no. don't get hives. Mitch does much. not get hives. He is yeah. a very handsome boy. He doesn't get hives when he's in a foyer. Stop it. This is why I bring people on my podcast so I can compliment them and they can't escape. Well, well I mean, the, the, the disadvantage that you have, I mean, you, yes, you, the <laughs> listener, uh, is you can only hear my voice. You can't see me. So um, I, I could be handsome. I could be fugly as fuck. We, you, you don't know that. Fucking ugly as fuck. Wait, yeah, <laughs> fucking ugly as fuck. There isn't going to be any like imagery <laughs> no. that, that's posted. No, did, did you want me to yeah. um, link your like? My, I know you my, don't have a website, do you? No, no. I'll um, send you my uh, Christmas advent calendar. Yeah, yeah, and each Please and every do. day, uh, it's it's a different picture of me in some kind of saucy. <laughs> in yeah. the, are there are there mortarboard tassel nipple covers in there? You betcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just wait till you get to Boxing Day. Uh, <laughs> what's in the box? Oh, in the god. box. Oh god. Oh man. I um, told you I'd fucking ruin this. <laughs> you didn't ruin anything. <laughs> All right. Is there anything that we um, haven't discussed or haven't touched on that you wanted to, you know, talk about? Is there anything you wanted to riff on or? Um, Did you want to tell me that I had hives? Because I am open to that. I don't think you have hives. Oh, thank you. Let me check. I'm just lifting up my hair. I don't know how that helps. No, no, I think you're good. I think you're good. Um, no, no, I don't really want mm. to. I don't really have anything I need to say. If you want to get in touch with me, uh, please write into your local counselor uh, via carrion pigeon. Or, Has to be a carrion pigeon, yeah, by the way. Smoke signal. Mm. And I will receive your message and mm. bury it deep within the bowels of the ocean. Excellent. Um, it, it's a very sacred ritual. So, you mm. know, um, you mm. can check up on whether that has been received in the next 100 years at the next, um, what's it? Ha it's Halle is it Halley's Comet or Haley's Comet? Uh, Halle Berry, I think, is what you're looking for. Halle Berry Comet. Oh, so yeah. I've been wrong all these years. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, so, tell me. I've got some, I've got a question that yeah. I ask. <laughs> All my guests. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. The answer uh, is yes, I will. <laughs> okay. 
John, what's the question? <laughs> um, uh, so the question is, if you knew that 10,000 people would copy exactly what you did, what would you do? Uh, what would what would what, I do? what would you do if you knew that ten thousand people would copy you? Oh, mm. oh my! Mm-hmm. Um, I I would um stay hydrated. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes, very you were important. expecting some like profound artistic answer. Oh no. No, 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 no! It's it's all about slip, slop, slap here. <laughs> um, no, that is a very no. important message. You should get a sponsorship from the um, Queensland government for that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If anyone is listening, um, uh, hit us up. I think, uh, I think, I think, go easy on yourself. You know, I spent the longest time with the, you know, what we were talking about, mm. self-flagellation bullshit. I think none of this fucking matters. Mm. Like that's such a cynical way of looking at things, but mm. I, I think it's kind of liberating as well. Mm. It's like it doesn't fucking matter. Mm. Go easy on yourself. Work hard. Work yeah. very hard. Work until you can't work, and then keep working. But mm. Uh, by the same token, you you do need to go easy on yourself because you have one life and it is meaningless. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. enjoy the ride. There's actually a um, so there's this Mary Oliver quote, right? That's like um, and what will you do with your one marvelous something or other life? Like your your one big old chance at life. Mm. And everyone's like, oh shit, that's a motivational quote. I should be doing more. Yeah, And I used to read that and think nothing I do will ever be enough. Oh God, oh God, oh God. And that's a frequent thought spiral for me. But actually that quote is from a poem where she like, she gives that quote and then all she does is go into the field and observe things. It's not about doing more. It's about like, you know, this is your one life. Yeah. And you're the only person who's going to experience it exactly the way that you do. Why not Mm. give yourself a nice one? Yeah. Mm. You only got one shot. One opportunity. Uh, I don't know. I don't know this ever one. Uh, you only got one shot. No, 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 M and M. Yeah, crushed it. Yeah, crushed it. P Diddy. I. I am the least. So, like, the the joke in our group of friends is that people call me like rapper names, like P Diddy or P Swag or P Dog, because I am the whitest girl you are ever gonna meet, and I am so not. I don't have any swagger. Whatsoever, yes, um, you do. I've got a dainty little tiptoe, <laughs> a little waddle to me. <laughs> everyone's got their thing. Everyone's got their swag. I mean, yeah. if by swag you mean useless facts that clog up my brain, why, why would we know? Why are we talking about swag? <laughs> Jesus, that's like 2013. <laughs> oh, that was six years ago. I feel old. We are old. Paula. We are so old. We are very old. Oh God. Mm. Yeah, bring mm. my Zimmer frame. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Um, beautiful. So this has been the Stumble Through Podcast. I would like to thank the wonderful Mitch Wood for coming in and having a chat with me for our very first Creative Career Spotlight. Ooh. And thank you. For what? For having me. Oh, and okay. <laughs> thank you for your time, your compliments. Uh, yeah. And thanks for listening, if you've gotten this far. Yeah. Thank you, folks. So this has been the Stumble Through Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at Stumble Through Pod. This is produced by That's Not Canon Productions. Thanks to the lovely, lovely Zane C. Webster for that. And also a credit to Claudia Piggott for our graphics and the wonderful Jess Fletcher, who Je- Je- I was going to say Jess will know, but I was looking at Mitch, who Mitch will know from our uni day. She's doing the music. I haven't seen her for nigh on four years <laughs> she still is wonderful oh, as you left her, so don't worry. Yeah, it's she's okay. Great. Yeah.
and she's up in um what's his face now anyway this has been it tune in next time bye the world is a mess war famine politics why can't everyone just get along yeah like in musicals musicals fix everything If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights, and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons... Or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical... Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.